is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline of SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily actions so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. Today is Monday, Movement Monday, and the time has come for me to finally start training for my 2022 marathon. Yep, this was supposed to be a marathon I was doing in 2020. And that did not happen. And then it was supposed to happen in 2021. And that also did not happen. So it's it's going to happen in 2022. They, they assured me that it was going to happen. So even if it doesn't happen, I am still training. I actually just today signed up for a half marathon training program, uh, a winter half marathon training program. So I'm excited for that. Again, like it's just nice, especially when you get to those double digit miles to have people to run with. Um, I've done it myself. I've trained for marathons by myself. Um, and it's just, there's it's part of, part of being, a t- being a part of a team, part of being a community that gets you to run longer or gets you to run faster or gets you, you know, to not quit, like not, not show up, right. You're like, oh, I have to show up. There's people counting on me. Like, uh, I have to show up or I have to keep going. I'm not going to um, stop to pretend to tie my shoe or whatever because I want to stay a part of the group. And so it's this weird thing on the one hand that can be not so great because you might push yourself faster than you should be going. Um, but for me, generally, as someone that I um, when I'm out running, I have uh, I have one pace and it's it's slow. My pace is slow when I'm by myself and when I'm with people I can run faster. So being a part of a group definitely helps me um, push myself a little bit harder. So I'm excited for that. It actually starts, I don't think this weekend, I think it starts next weekend. So I need to double check. So again, the marathon is in April. I really need to double check all these dates. Everything's a a blur right now, but I'm pretty sure the marathon is the first week of April. So starting with um, this half marathon training plan. And then as we get closer to the race, I'll have to ramp up by myself, which is going to suck. Or maybe I will find some other people in this group or in another group that um, are also training for this marathon or training for a marathon in another another area of the country. So movement, the one thing too that I'm really proud of myself right now is um, sticking with strength training even while working on cardio. So I think I've shared in the past, like I've, I've been really, really good at doing one or the other, but it took me a long time to figure out how to do both. So when I was training for races, I would, I would stop strength training, which is not good. You need to strength train your body, keep your body strong while you're running. Um, but I would completely drop it because it's hard to want to go out and run for an hour and also do like a 45 minute workout or an hour workout. Um, and I struggled with that. Like in the first couple of marathons, I struggled with that in the last one that I did. And so really like boiling things down and just doing a little bit instead of doing all or nothing, that's what's been working for me. So I've gotten into like a really good habit where we, um, we take the dog for a a walk and then we go out and then, um, I will come inside and I will go down to my basement. And I never want to go, but I go down to my basement, even though I don't want to go. And I just, I I stretch for five minutes and then I lift like lower for five minutes and upper for five minutes. Um, And so what's been good about that is like, I, like, I can definitely see myself getting stronger. Um, I don't have super strong legs uh, uh, again, because I just haven't been consistent or like pushing myself with, um, 
increasing the weight, but using the weights that we have in our baseband, I've been able to squat, I think a hundred and 135 pounds, uh, five reps of 135 pounds. And so, um, the next, the, the, the only ways we have next are to add like an extra 20 pounds. So that will be interesting to build up to 155 from 135, but I'll do, I'll do what I can. Um, we're trying not to go, we're trying to not buy extra stuff. If I don't have to go buy extra weights, I'm not going to, because eventually I'm going to be leaving Chicago and I don't want to have to, um, sell or donate or throw out a bunch of crap that I didn't need to buy in the first place. Um, but anyways, long story. Um, just to say that it it feels good to be consistent. It feels good to not start from zero. It feels good to have a solid foundation, a solid baseline to be starting from. There's been so many times that when I'm getting ready for a race, I'm starting at zero again, like, Oh, right. Right. You haven't been running at all, or you haven't been lifting at all. You know, you overdid it with the last race. And now you're starting at zero again, because um, you, you got sick of moving your body. So I think that the older that I get, the more I realize like, Hey, you know, you have to keep doing this consistently. You're going to have to exercise for the rest of your life. Um, you're never going to be a paid athlete. You don't have to kill yourself with the race, but you do need to keep showing up. So that's been really fun. Um, and then I think I shared in a past episode, how, I, um, moved up into a volunteer role and that meant not getting to run at the races, but I found a, I found a, you know, a middle ground where I'm like standing there waiting for runners to come. And while I'm waiting, if like no one's coming and I see that no one is coming, I will just like run back and forth, run back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and do a couple loops and whatever. And so I actually, this past weekend, when I was doing that, I got like 1.6 miles in just running back and forth. It's so silly, but just running back and forth, waiting for people to come. I got in a 1.6 miles. So I feel like that was like, okay, cool. Like you're not, again, you're not doing nothing. You're not at where you want to be, but at least you have something and, you know, it'll be easier to build up again and continue to add mileage on weekends. Um, Paul hates this. Paul hates when I train for a marathon because it is time consuming. It is a part-time job. You do have to rearrange your schedule to do this. You do have to forego going out on, you know, and having alcohol at night and you have to prioritize sleep and you have to do all these. But the truth is, is that I've become a pretty boring person over the last year, over the last decade um, that he's been with me. So I think this is something that he's kind of used to that I'm kind of boring and like going to bed at 9.30 on weekends so that I can wake up um, early and go do something. But yeah, so that's, it's, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to train for this marathon, um, share everything that I'm doing on the podcast, all the good things, all the not so great things that are happening, the struggles that come with running long distance. Um, you know, it you get, you, you get pains and you get aches and you need to take rest days and you need to drink more water and you need to sleep more and you need to eat more carbs, all of these things I'll share everything. And let's just hope and pray that my knee and my hip cooperate. And I know that the best way to take care of my knee and my hip while training for the marathon is to make sure that I'm doing my physical therapy exercises. So not neglecting those, making sure that those happen, even if it's just a few minutes a day, making sure that it actually happens. I think that Paul and I were talking about this, like 
I would guess that most people who go to physical therapy and get the papers, they print out the papers for you that they probably don't do it or they don't do it long-term. Right. And so I need to know for myself too, like, Hey, you have to continue with this. Even, even if you go running for two hours on the weekend or, you know, you're so tired, it doesn't matter. You still have to do these exercises because doing the exercises is going to keep your body healthy and strong and able to go do those, um, those long runs. So that's it for Monday, uh, movement Monday. Um, again, feels really good to be consistent with this feels good to like, to have a plan as we go into winter to, um, have a plan to be active. It's going to suck here. You know, I complain about winter a lot. I need to leave Chicago. Eventually we're going to, I'm not going to live in Chicago anymore, but it feels good to have a plan for this, a plan to be active, a plan to be outside, even on the days that it's like, you know, 15 degrees. And I don't want to be outside to have a plan to be outside. Um, something that forces me to go do it. Cause I know myself, myself, I like to hibernate. I like to go lay in bed and not have to do anything or be around people. So it's like, nope, you got to do the opposite action. <laughs> you need to, even though you want to hibernate, you need to go outside and you need to go do, just be active, go do things. So that is movement Monday for today. I will see you tomorrow for tipsy Tuesday. Remember, you can always send me an email at coach Jacqueline at Jacqueline If you have any questions that you would like answered on tipsy Tuesday, I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Go take action. Nothing changes unless you take action. Bye.